0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Eskimos Fan Day today. Morley Scott along with Dave Campbell. What a beautiful day it has been today and continues to be. Good crowds here. Dave's second year, they've held it at Commonwealth, and again, looks like a pretty big success.
1: Everyone appears oh, to be having a great time. You know, when they first talked about this, let's move it to Commonwealth. I'm going, really? You know, because it's worked so well at Clark Park, but... Last year when they brought it in, it, it, it just, it's such a nice vibe, you know, and, and for fans, they don't usually get to see the field from this perspective. They, they are normally not on field. They're in the stands, right? I mean, you and I are here every day almost during the during the football season. So it, it's it's just a different vibe when you're in this building and to watch the Eskimos practice and then the do the autograph sessions. Just so much space, and uh, it, it's just a great way to utilize the track around the uh, stadium. And uh, people have been having a great time. Uh, Uh, We've talked to a lot of fans already. Uh, So, yeah, it works. It works in this uh, venue, and I'm really happy with the way things have uh, worked out here.
0: Uh, Of course, it's kind of different timing right now because usually this is – Kind of before the preseason, and you, you talk about how you think guys are going to play. When the fans come around and talk to us, uh, it's after the preseason now, and they're asking about how guys did play. Uh, it's kind of a strange situation, but that's the the
1: schedule. The Eskimos have been dealt, yeah. and they're dealing with it fine. You got a three week preseason schedule, and uh, you have nine teams, so you do the math. Someone is going to get the early uh, the early porch, and you know, and play right away, and then play that second week. You look at the Riders; they were here a week ago. They had basically 2 weeks until their next game. They don't play until this coming Saturday at home against the Calgary Stampeders. So they had, they had they played long gap and then they play again where the Eskimos it's it's play right away then play even faster. You know, play 6 days after your first game after a week. Now they got a week of practice. They practice today and they have four more practices left and I believe 3 of those will be padded. So there'll be a lot of physical element to practice and Jason Moss is keeping the roster intact. He doesn't have to cut down officially until a week today but a week today they'll be practicing so they'll cut down on the Friday of the Saturday so he wants to see everybody we might not hear about it until
2: early
0: Sunday morning next week but uh, the the decisions will be made and the Eskimos one week from today will be back at practice but they'll be getting set for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in week one of the regular season and believe me they will send a much different team to Winnipeg (laughs) in uh, a week
1: and a half than they did on the weekend oh yeah I mean there's only going to be you know Two or three players on that team, maybe four, that were actual starters, right, on opening day. You know, Al, uh, Arjun Colhoun, you got Alex Bazzi, maybe a Mike Moore on the defensive line. And one of the tackles, whether it's Tommy Draheim or a Kelvin Palmer or a Chauncey Briggs or, I mean, who knows, right? But, uh, yeah, it would be a much different lineup. But it was it was good to see them compete as well and and against the team that, you know, against Winnipeg that they played a lot of guys, including their starters. And uh, we, uh, are, we have our first guess. We do. Let's in the introduce
0: team. them. Eskimos head coach Jason Moss uh, joins us here at our location, uh, just right off the field here at Commonwealth Stadium, off the Brick Field. Uh, first off, Jason, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. and well, we gotta uh, reposition your mic. Uh, we gotta there, move Jason. that mic up so we can <laughs> hear you a go. little bit better. There you go. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird timing for this event because the preseason is already done. But this is always a pretty cool day, isn't
3: it? It is. It's great. I mean, uh, I think for our young guys to see what kind of support they get in Edmonton, I mean, they got to witness it. Our first preseason game, I think, right at around thirty thousand. So. Um, you, you know, we have people in the community that love this team, and it's it's great to show them that, and obviously give back a little bit.
1: You have a long history with this with this organization, going back as a player. Do you, you meet fans that you've known for you know almost twenty years?
3: Yeah, there's lots of people you recognize as you, as you're uh, making Edmonton your home. So it's it's great to see. Like I said, a lot of the. Uh, the fans, a lot of the season ticket holders are long-time season ticket holders. So you get to see them each year and, um, you know, younger kids that you saw grow up and all those things. So uh, no question, it's great to see Uh, new faces and then the old faces as well we
0: had uh, we usually get the questions all the time from the fans as we're watching practice about how the team looks so we'll put it to you how happy are you with where the team is at this point in in the training camp and after the preseason
3: yeah I mean I'm happy with where we are I mean it was a tough preseason just you know playing two games and trying to get a lot of work in in a short amount of time and then you know, uh, having a good result at home and not as great a one on the road, but even that one on the road, you know, you watch you watch us play and you, you just, you look at the film and you know, there was a lot left out there. And a lot of that was self-inflicted, uh, particularly on the offensive side, mm-hmm. uh, defense flew around. Um, they created turnovers, created havoc in that first group, especially, uh, watching them, uh, get after Matt Nichols, the first couple series. I hope that's more of what we are going to be this whole year, uh, putting pressure on the quarterback, getting hits on him, And then, uh, Anytime they made a mistake, we made them pay, which was awesome to see. Special teams had a big return, Um, you know, a couple big returns in that game, a few of them actually, and big hits. Uh, Guys were flying around. So I think if our offense can pick it up, and I think after watching the film and having our young guys understand that splits matter, depths matter, going through a progression matters in this offense. Once they see that things are there and it's really about our execution rather than defense stopping us, I think you start getting excited about where we're at.
0: Preseason's over, but training camp far from over. you still got uh, about a week to go, and these practices, I know, are just as important as the ones before the games, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, right now, we we still have things to get in. We still have room to improve and obviously need to improve immensely in the course of this week. So it's it's not a week off, and all the teams made and this and that. I mean, we're still trying to get a lot of work in this next week. Uh, We've got, I think it's two padded practices left. We've only had three to begin with, I think. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're uh, we're still grinding. We're still working, and we'll uh, we'll continue to get better.
1: I know we've talked about this a couple times, but the advantage of not having a middle of training camp roster cutdown day such a it's just you know last year I was wondering how how it was going to work, and the second year in a row you, I mean just you, you see the benefits of it like you know it, it benefits a team that you can keep your guys as long as as long as possible, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day that's exactly what it's about. I mean. That and I mean, we we would have gotten down to um, ten cuts before that game and left some veterans at home, and we had six injuries in that game. You do the math. We would have been down to our guys playing the whole game, and that's not what the preseason's about. It's about evaluating everybody and and trying to to get a look at everyone. So when you have bigger numbers, you can do that without killing guys. You can kind of see everybody, get a better glimpse. It's a long season. We're going to need extra bodies as the season goes on. So it's kind of nice to have 75 guys. You're only going to pick 46 or 56. So 19 guys are going to go home or go on to other teams. But it's not a lot of times because they're not good enough to be here. It's because we have to make decisions. So when guys do get hurt, we can pick from guys we're familiar with rather than cutting them after three or four days and you don't ever know what they're really about. So I think the league, you're going to see if they continue to do this, the league's just going to get better because it's going to get more depth and more experienced people coming off the streets rather than just going and picking guys.
1: And you got a couple guys in your roster that fit that example. I mean, Ahmad Dixon is one. Jeremiah Kose is another one. They've been here, left, back again. And I know talking to Ahmad Dixon, he said the benefit of just walking in here, even though, yeah, the time I wasn't here, but I know the system so well.
3: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if, they, if as long as when they leave here, they continue to get better and they don't just give up, um, there's always going to be a time where you not, might need to call it back, especially when they're good players. I, again, I, I, I think of the world of our players, and it, it, I I hate cut down date. I hate having to get rid of a, yeah. these guys because they've worked hard. They can play. It's just we feel like we have to go in a different direction. So I don't ever like to shut the door on anybody. As long as they, as long as they fit the bill off the field that we're looking for and on the field, they we feel like they can play. We just make choice to go where The door is always open. I tell the guys make sure that door never closes because you make it close Mm -hmm. you know if we call you back and you're willing to play football for a living you know, that's part of the process. Can you talk
0: a little bit about your, uh, not not in depth about your health situation, just the kind of the changes you made this year. The, this year, I know you've had a few guys who missed a couple of days here and there, and I know it was good to see Nate Bahar back out today. But you guys consciously kind of tried to just get in front of everything this year after what happened last year.
3: Yeah, I mean, we well, again, we hired uh, Kyle Thorne to be in charge of our human performance, uh, strength and conditioning program for our team, and he's done a tremendous job. And really, it's about recovery. It's about getting our athletes off the field and doing modalities that help them get better. Uh, We've got a number of um, things for them to choose from. Uh, Obviously, we're paying attention to the reps. We're paying attention to how they feel. um, and and We're making a conscious effort both with financing and then also just watching them and, and understanding that Athletes are athletes, they need to be able to recover and to be able to play at their best and that's a big part of it. Everyone just thinks all football players, all they do is lift. Well, there's the recovery aspect of football that's sometimes lost and we think very important, we think that's a very important part of football and maybe we didn't quite uh, take care of that as well as we should have last year. But I think, you know, as you're going to see, most sports teams, that's what they're going to start getting into and uh, start looking at their athletes. Well, teams
0: invest so much money in their athletes, and it just makes sense to look after them, right?
3: Yeah, you want to see them healthy. and uh, Like I said, sleep is important, but, uh, you know, getting them the necessary treatment after and then the stuff they can do on their own is important. Um, obviously, they still need to have a training program. We still look after them as far as how much reps during the season they get. You know, our day ones are usually where they can get a workout in. So if they're, if they're conscientious about their body, they get two workouts in a, a week uh, on, on good weeks, long weeks, which we have a lot of. And then they're obviously, like I said, recovery modalities are here for them to use. Um, so our, our guys will have no excuse to, to not be healthy other than just bad luck. <laughs> great stuff. All right, Jason, thanks for your time. appreciate
0: yep. it. And uh, just a reminder, one week from tomorrow night, Eskimos coach show with Jason Moss, so we look forward to talking more football with you then. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. No problem, guys. That is uh, Eskimos head coach uh, Jason Moss as the new uh, drum band goes by us here. Uh, heard some great reports from them, how excited they were about uh, uh, them participating in the pregame and during the game. Uh, a lot of fans really enjoyed them, so we'll look forward to seeing more of them as the season goes along. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll talk with some players and uh, keep going here from Fan Day. Uh, a beautiful day, great attendance here. Uh, players right now uh, in the autograph section, and uh, they're uh, they're signing autographs for all the fans, which is always great. Spending some time talking with them as well. So we've got more when we come back here on six thirty, Chet. Uh, we're back on the Rick Field at Commonwealth Stadium. Morley Scott, along with uh, Dave Campbell, it's Eskimos fan day, and a great turnout and a great day. Winds kicking up a little bit right now, and we got the drum uh, we, uh, line uh, behind us. Okay, I won't talk about that. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna get some uh, some more players over here to talk uh, in uh, uh, just a moment and. Uh talk a little football. It's, uh, Eskimos, of course, will be uh, practicing all week long and then they will uh, begin next week getting ready for their first game of the season in Winnipeg, which goes in the 14th. Home opener is the 22nd against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which creates its own little bit of curiosity all around that. So that'll be then. Uh, we'll, of course, have all the coverage this week for you for the uh, as the Eskimos go through their practices and get set to cut things down as far as the roster goes by the time next Sunday comes. Next Sunday Sunday is uh, the uh, absolute latest the teams have to announce their rosters, so they will do that, and then uh, next Sunday will be day one of Eskimos' practice as they get set for the game, which will be a Thursday night game a week from Thursday in Winnipeg. So they're going back to Winnipeg to start the pre uh, the regular season after ending the preseason there, and uh, lots of excitement, Dave. I mean, it's aside from what we saw Friday night, which was not great, but uh, as expected, if you examine the rosters, there's got to be a lot of excitement for this team this year, for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, this is a team that was almost, almost in the Grey Cup last year. And we know the controversial ending in the last uh, 90 seconds of that game. But uh, this is a team, it was such a weird year last year. 7-0, and they lose six games in a row, they win five games in a row, including the playoff game, they win six games in a row, and then they lose the Western Final. So that was a good team that withstood injuries. And if this team can stay healthier then look out I mean there's a lot of a lot of people picking this team to finish first in the west so and this man could really help in that in that department a revamped defensive line with a guy that knows how to play defensive line Alex Dave Campbell nice to meet you for the first time nice nice thanks nice for coming guy. by Alex
0: Bazzi joins us uh, here at our uh, broadcast location uh, your first fan day having fun
4: I'm having a blast. So many people. I, mean, I was not expecting this. I came outside of the locker room I was like, "Whoa, we have a game today." You know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice outcome, and uh, I'm enjoying
0: it. Get you to lift your mic up a little bit there, so we can we can hear you a little bit uh, clearer. Now you've been you've been an Eskimo through the first couple of weeks of training camp. Now a couple of preseason games. How have you felt about the uh, the adjustment coming over from the BC Lions?
4: Uh, Started off slow, but I'm picking it up, and um, I'm actually coming along real good. You know, making progress day by day, getting to know my teammates, and, and playing the way that they would like it. Understanding their scheme, it's been a great uh, it's been a great two weeks, honestly. Um, just happy to be playing football again. Uh, Mike Benavides, uh, how many years in BC did
1: you? Uh, I had play? him for one year. One yeah, year, one year. Okay. One year in
4: BC, but I mean, coming and meeting him here again, I mean, it feels like him and I have known each other for such a long time, even when he left. We know kind of kept in touch every here and there yeah. just to, you know, just just to reach out and say, hey, have a good game this week. Yeah. You know, whatever. But uh, Mike is such a great guy. does that make it a bit
1: easier that you can walk in here and kind of understand what he wants as a defensive coordinator?
4: Oh yes, for sure. I already know his mindset, what he preached, what what he wants from his guys, the the, the level of expectation that he holds for us and stuff like that. I mean once 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 I came into the building, it was it was a new environment, but just sitting in the meeting room, I felt comfortable. I didn't feel like any pressure was on me because of right. the fact that I understood what he what, what he wanted out of us and uh, uh out of out of his unit. And when you look at this defensive line, I mean Armando Sewell is
1: the oldest. <laughs> and I think you might be the second oldest or or, or you're you're out there somewhere. It's and you and you're not that old. I mean you're, right. you're 27, right? So, right. Yes, so sir. but you're one of the, the more veteran players on this D-line, which is a very young D-line. Right. So from the leadership standpoint,
4: do you feel ready, prepared to step up in that department? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, especially having a guy like a uh, like Armando, who, who's been in this organization and, and understand how things go. And he, I mean, he's an all-star. He's a guy who who puts in work each and every day. So just being around a guy like that pushes me. And, and then I, doing what I do, I push the other guys. You know, now we got guys like Gerald River who comes in and, and, and bring pro, pro experience right. from the NFL. You know, it's just a lot of communication going on, a lot of uh, accountability and holding each other responsible for our actions. And you know, just like you say, Amando's is probably the oldest guy, but it doesn't even seem like it when we're in the mo- uh, in a room or amongst each other. Everybody get along so well, from the youngest guy to the oldest guy. Right. And when we all come out here, we compete every day. You you won't be able to tell oh this guy is Asian or not because everybody is fighting fighting for it and and, and going hard. So I'm loving it here, and it's been it's been a blast, man. Talking
0: with Alex Bazzi, Eskimos uh, defensive end. We're uh, broadcasting live from the Brickfield of Commonwealth Stadium on Fan Day. Morley Scott, along with Dave Campbell, and, and Alex, tell me about Edmonton. How have you enjoyed? I I don't know how much
4: time you've had to get out and get to a restaurant or whatever. How have you enjoyed being in Edmonton? Um, I'm loving it. I haven't I haven't, I haven't had much experience downtown or anything like that. But yesterday, um, you know, I went out with the team and you know, kind of did some team bonding, team events, and I finally got to see the the city life, and it was it was beautiful. Other than the weather, man, I was I was a little shocked by the weather. I said, "Oh, you know, I, I thought it was June. It's a little bit cold for June. I was, I wasn't used to that part." We felt the same way. <laughs> okay, then, then, cool. then Cool. It's not just me. you're already fitting
0: in as an marathoner. You're complaining about the weather. So that's that's kind of what we do around here. So yeah.
4: So uh, that mindset gotta go. So it's it's out the window. Ever since June first, we experienced that cold day, the rain, and all yeah. that. I got it over with. I I I, I got into the Eskimo, uh, whatever, whatever you guys would like to call it, the weather thing. But I got my little experience and taste of it. In, uh, during the summertime. He played in Vancouver for three years. You must be used to practicing in the rain. <laughs> I'm used to practicing in the rain, but uh, like I said, it was it was more of an October thing, you know, and to come and get that October weather in June, it, it threw me off, but now that I got my uh, experience, I'm ready to go. Well, well we go. did have a stretch.
0: I think we had all four seasons in about eight days <laughs> uh, for that stretch there uh, earlier this spring. So anyway, now, uh, this is kind of weird. You still got a lot of training camp to go. You're done the preseason. It's kind of flipped around. Uh, tell me about your approach the, the last week of training camp here at It's
4: still training camp, but there's no games. It's it's definitely weird. I mean, you don't have a game. You know you're about to be out here practicing hard, and most of the time you come out here practice hard. You say, "Well, I can't wait till I can hit my next opponent." We got to wait two weeks, so um, you just got to keep a focused mindset and just come out here every day and remind the guys and remind each other. We're we're out here working for a purpose. You know, we're hosting a great Cup. We would love to be here um, playing in it. You know, this is our house, so you just gotta you gotta we gotta stay on track and and, and keep focused day by
1: day. And do you say to each other, look, we got to take care of each other out here. We know we're competing. you got, I think, two padded days left. Yep. And you want to make it as physical as you can. But we know last week it kind of got a little heated in one practice. I know the coaching staff has addressed it, but, you know, as one of the new leaders,
4: you kind of go, okay, guys, look, compete, but... but. Please, please take care of each other. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you know, once the season comes, it goes from ninety to forty something or whatever, and yeah. you you have to you have to really take care of your guys and take care of each other. Pre- practice in a way where everybody could leave um, healthy and get off the field healthy and come back the next day and be able to do the same. That's 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 the biggest thing. So me being a vet, you know you you're in camp. You're going to see a couple fights. You're going to see intense moments and that's that's okay but understand how to handle those situations. Don't carry it into the locker room. Right. Make sure, you know, uh, helmets are on being, when, you, when you're being physical. Just take care of each other and, and through the heat of the moment be smart about it for your own sake. You know, we don't want to lose one of our players doing anything, you know, crazy or outrageous so just be smart and try to stay level-headed. You know, that plays a role. It's like get it out the way now so that when during the regular season we're not fighting and fussing on the field. We're, we're a team that is very disciplined, very strong, and very united.
0: Great stuff. Alex Bazzi, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. I know there's some folks here patiently waiting to get an autograph <laughs> So we'll let you get to them. Thanks for joining with us. Thank you guys Defensive end Alex Bazzi, new member of the Edmonton uh, Eskimos. And uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I understand J.C. Sherritt is on the way over. We're also going to talk to some other people. So uh, hang tight. Stick with us. Uh, we're uh, live on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium as the Eskimos Fan Day continues. Uh, Morley Scott along with Dave Campbell. We're back after this everybody. Welcome back. It's Eskimos Fan Day. We're on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. and I mean, right off the brick field here. You got great access on Fan Day. Uh, great turnout here as well. Uh, by the way, if you're uh, near your computer, your phone, whatever, go to Facebook Live right now uh, uh, from uh, the 630 Chip Facebook page. We are uh, broadcasting uh, right now on Facebook Live, and we're very pleased to be joined by Eskimo CEO and President Len Rhodes, and the Executive Director of the Great Cup uh, Festival, Dwayne Vino, joins us as well. Uh, guys, I know you're both, you were both ecstatic on uh, Friday. We had you on the, on the pregame show Friday, land from Winnipeg, and ticket sales were going great for the Grey Cup. Uh, we're on our way to
5: maybe smashing that record, but there's, we got to get back on the horse here a little bit, right? Yeah, that's why. Uh, right. Uh, Friday was historical, actually. It was just wild. When I landed in Winnipeg with the team, Dwayne and I were talking on the phone nonstop all afternoon. Uh, we were all on a high. And uh, this, today, for Fan Day, we actually marked there's only single seats left in the lower bowl. So the uh, purple-colored seats indicate they're singles. There's about 270 of them. And then the lower bowl is sold out. The upper bowl and the uh, extreme corners, there's uh, tickets available. So I think there's a bit over 5,000 tickets to go. And tomorrow we're going to get pushing along on that again. But it's been wild. And today with Fan Day, thousands of people... The big guy upstairs cooperates with us every time we ask him to, and he delivered the sunshine. Excellent. Yeah, it was a great day, that's for sure. Uh, Dwayne, a little bit about the ticket sales.
0: uh, Nothing, I don't think selling tickets fast in evidence surprises anybody, but it was sure nice to get off to a good start. Oh,
6: oh yeah, we were, you know, we we had such great success back in 2010, so we were sort of planning for it. That one caught us off guard, so we were just, when we went on sale, we've been talking about June 1 since last June 6th. June 1, June 1, June 1, all of a Sudden it appeared, and then it was just such a big high, like Glenn said. And the fans came out in droves, and we were very, very happy with uh, where we are today. But still, some work to do, right? Uh,
5: first off, do, can you guys give share any numbers where you're at right now? Well, we're over 49,000. There's 55,800 seats available. So, uh, There's no doubt we're on course for sellout, but if you're looking for your tickets, there's some left. Go on Ticketmaster.ca. Tomorrow I'm going to be on the phone with the other team presidents across the CFL, telling them to tell your fans to come out because we do like when fans from across the nation come to celebrate and party. Nothing better than having a beer with a fan during Grey Cup. Exactly. Uh, so uh, the message is just get to
0: Ticketmaster, right? Yeah.
6: If, if you, yeah, if you're thinking of coming to the game, don't wait and and you know uh, help us out and maybe try to break that record that yeah. we already own. But yeah, we're just really pushing and we have I think till Thursday to see if we can break it. But if we don't break it, we don't break it. But we're we're really pushing hard and want to do that.
0: Every seat's a great seat in this stadium, but the longer you wait, the higher you're going to be sitting, right? Yeah, exactly. So.
5: But the high seats, if, uh, you know, I challenge anyone to go up to the top row. It's amazing to watch a game that way. You see the plays develop, so different perspective, so it's it's all great, and quite honestly, Morley, you come in here today, in just the last few weeks, I think the spirit around all fans in, this, in Edmonton these days is the best that's been in many years around the Edmonton Eskimos, on the field, off the field, everything that Jason Moss is doing with the team, Brock Sunderland bringing in some top talent, and uh, the fans is what brings the spirit though, and that's what we need, and this year, as I told you on Friday, we're on pace right now to have more new season seed holders join the Eskimos than we've had in the last 10 years. Excellent. Guys, thanks for uh, dropping by. appreciate it. Thanks, Morley. Thanks, All Morley. Right, uh, that
0: is uh, Len Rhodes and Dwayne Veneau uh, talking about the Great Cup, and what a great success it has been so far selling tickets, but uh, that will continue. Kenny Stafford's right here, and I'm just going to hand him a headset as soon as Len Rhodes gets out of the cords there. Uh, Kenny, do you mind putting that on for a second? Thanks very much. Uh, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. Everything good with
2: you? How's, uh, how's camping going for Kenny Stafford? Camp is going great. Great, great, great. Uh, Just able to have some fun, man. Still playing some football, Uh, finding my way in this offense, you know, just trying to uh, solidify a job. That's it.
0: You're in a different situation this year this is i believe the first year back to back with the same team right In your cfl yes, career yes first so time the, you must have a different comfort level this year than you've ever had although no one's ever comfortable at training camp i know right. but i mean you must have a different kind of mindset a bit
2: yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i know the offense i know the coaches uh even though they did not weren't able to see me last year in training camp they were able to you know when i was able to fill in uh, just realize what I can do. Now, coming into year two with them, just showing what I really can do and... Uh just put, you know, like I said, just trying to win a job at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, How how are you enjoying today? This is always a cool day. This is a great day. Uh, When I was here in 15, we had, this was amazing even though we're out in Spruce Grove. But seeing all the fans out here, it felt like game day coming out here, you know, for the, in the beginning. So, I loved every bit of it. I I love having fans. I got my, my little best fan here, Peyton, right here, just taking her through, getting her some autographs and, you know, just enjoying, enjoying the downtime before the season Really starts. It's kind of
0: neat to have this kind of kind of relationship with the fans and be able to, to to see them in a little bit more of a relaxed atmosphere.
2: Yes, yes, it, it it's uh it's amazing, man. Just to see the support of the city, to see the support of the fans come out and just. Uh, Cheer us on, man. Kenny for president. <laughs> the, you, I, the listeners. That was Duke Williams. You know, he, he said Kenny for president. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> uh, but uh, we had some fun. Be a step up. I don't know, want to be get a, into be it. A, but. Be a, just a, just a tad step, just a tad <laughs> step up from my my job now. But uh, it's amazing, man. Just to get the feedback and all the you know, come on, bring it home. We got the Great Cup here. Just to see their standards that we have already set, even just. We have standards as a football team, and we have standards in the community, so that just shows you what type of organization we have.
0: I, w- I want to talk a little bit about the commitment you made this year. You pretty much stayed in Edmonton all yes. off season,
2: right? Yes, yes. I became an Edmontonian, as they say. Yes. So I got to enjoy the uh, the cold weather. As I really got to enjoy a winter <laughs> here. So it was amazing. Uh, I wanted to show the organization that I was here for a long run, that I wanted to be here, that I didn't want to – go to a different situation that I actually wanted to be here, whether it was a starting role or me filling in. I just wanted to show them I wanted to be here and just, uh, man, I want to start my life. I want to call this home right now. So I've actually moved from Florida My girlfriend's to the left of you right there. That's Samantha. Hello, Samantha. uh, (laughs) We live together, got a place together, and uh, I'm calling this home right now. That's a pretty brave move for a guy from Florida to move to Canada. Yeah. Usually goes to dry dry around, right in the Uh wintertime. It's a dry cold. (laughs) It's it's not as cold as they say. Hint, hint, man. I I think it was like 30 or 30 to 60 days straight where it was like below zero. No, more like 149 days. It was was a (laughs) record-setting winter that way. I'd never been a part of nothing like that I I was just like man it's just cold like why is it so cold here but uh, like I said I I am calling this home this is home to me and uh, this was the only team that felt like home to me so this is why I made it home Great stuff. Kenny, thanks for your time. appreciate it, man. Uh, no problem. Thank you. All right. That's uh, receiver Kenny Stafford of the
0: Eskimos, who is uh, going to go sign some more autographs now. Big lineups here uh, as the players are all making their way down the line to uh, to sign autographs. And it's just part of what has uh, always been just a great day. I love the atmosphere and, the, uh, and the, the way the players don't mind just hanging around and just talking and talking and talking with the fans.
1: You know, and the autograph session is scheduled to end at 4, but there will be players that will oh, yeah. hang out until – you know every every fan that they meet Sign, uh, gets an autograph sign right? I mean, Mike Riley's like that. Yeah,
0: nobody's you know? nobody's going home empty-handed no, today. That's, no. That's always the case, for no. sure. Uh, we're going to stay here till 4 o'clock. Uh, we're going to talk to a couple of more players as we move on. we got a request in for Mike Riley, but uh, often it's a fight to tear him away from the uh, the <laughs> fans who do indeed want his autograph. I so, can see him uh, He's uh, across the field here, but the he's the very busy. <laughs> so uh, we're going to try and get him in here to talk to us a little bit later on, but uh, also talk to some other guys. Uh, J.C. Sherritt was coming I saw him coming. and he saw us talking with the president and uh, Dwayne Veneau so he went to sign some more autographs so hopefully he's coming back as well we're going to take a break it's Morley Scott along with Dave Campbell we're at uh, Eskimos Fan Day on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium uh, terrific day weather wise terrific day for everybody who uh, turned out uh, we're having a good time and we've got a few more minutes to spend with you when we come back you're listening to the voice of One Empire 630 Chet we're back on the Field at Commonwealth Stadium, Morley Scott, along with uh, Dave Campbell. It's Eskimos Fan Day, and uh, right now it's the autograph portion of the day, which is uh, a lot of fun for everybody. How many have you signed so far, JC, do you think? Uh, as many as I can. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it,
7: it's it, it seems to have grown every year since I've been here. You know, we used to be at Clark, and... Uh, you know, at the end of the hour, there weren't much fans left. Now we're running out of time, and you can't get to anybody
0: even close. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, if you don't recognize the voice, it's J.C. Sherrett, uh, middle linebacker, who we uh, all missed last year around the team. Not as much as he missed being around the team. But uh, the best news is coming back from the Achilles. Everything is, seems to be right on track for you and AOK.
7: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome. You know, starting in Vegas, that was the first big test, and uh, just carried forward. And it's uh, it's one of those things where you just very
1: happy and fortunate to uh, get to come to work healthy how unusual is it that you play uh, you know two quick preseason games and then you're then you're done but you still got a lot of practice days left right
7: yeah I've never done it before but I'd uh, I'd much rather uh, do it this way than uh, practice against your own teammates for 18 days that (laughs) turned into chaos last year so uh, I think we'll take this one better get the games rolling and, and now we already have our focus completely
1: in Winnipeg Mike Riley's behind you. He's next in line. I don't think he looks too happy that he has to wait for you. Hey, uh, but he'll be he, all right. Anyway, he'll I be this, all right. Let's not feel sorry the for The MOP can wait for the former MOD. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So tell me about this practice week. Uh, like you say, you practice against your own teammates. gets a little heated at times because you're just sick of each other. Of course. So what's the... Like, do you have to talk to anybody this week to make sure that you don't go too far if you're PO'd at someone? What's the approach? Uh, Well, we do a good job of it, and honestly
7: there's nothing wrong with fighting every now and then that's uh i mean this is canada right i, I mean i think i think wait. if you can do it in any country this is a good country where you cordially you got to fist fight each other shake hands and you walk away just say, i'm sorry right yeah Afterwards. just say you're yeah. sorry apologize yeah. and that's all well, you've seen enough hockey so. yes yeah, i think it's a beautiful thing <laughs> uh it
0: honestly is you more than anybody probably real excited for uh, the 14th to hit right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i can't wait um it's been a long time coming, so I'm excited. Excellent. JC, thanks. Appreciate you coming over.
2: All right. Thanks All right, a lot. Good man. luck to you. That's uh, JC here. the, the linebacker
0: for the Eskimos. And uh, we're going to go from uh, the quarterback of the defense. The quarterback of the offense—that really doesn't make any sense, Sorry. does it? Uh, Eskimos quarterback Mike Morley uh, is. Uh, well, what, what else would he
1: quarterback, Morley? I'm just wondering. That's all. That's like, true. Yeah. You yeah. Know. <laughs> I think he's going to join us as soon as he's I, done talking. Still with, talking. soon as he's done talking with JC, he's going to join us. So oh, you got to, you know, <laughs> there's there's on-field beating still, right? And we're we're getting one right now. Okay. Mike is putting on his headset. Okay. I'm doing play-by-play. We can, we can, we can wait. on okay. your headset. Oh, hey guys. Oh, hey Mike. <laughs> How are you,
0: sir? Good, you? Good, thank you very much. Uh, it's always a cool day. I, like I, I love especially some of the new guys
6: seeing their reaction. Like it's always just a great day to, to be this up close and personal with the fans. Yeah. Good for them. Good for you guys too. Yeah, it? for sure. We look forward to this day every year. It's always a good time. Uh, it's a little different this year because we've already played a preseason game at home, so it's not the first time that we've seen the fans. But um, you know, the, you get a lot more time with them here. You know, and they get to be right up. On the rail, and we get to spend an hour or two with them after uh, you know a little workday practice, and uh, it's good to see everybody come out. Uh, uh, how many autographs just, have you sent? Whoa, whoa,
1: oh, one at a time. Right. I was going to say, it just, it just, I'm just going to
6: step out now. <laughs> it
1: just Hang on, really, hang on a second. I <laughs> sound like Don Cherry or Brian Hall. Anyway, um, it just works in here, doesn't it? For, yeah. for Fan Day. It's just a great vibe in here.
6: Yeah, I know we used to do it up at Clark, um, but I like it better now that we moved it into Commonwealth. You know, they got all the stuff around the old track area for the kids to play on and stuff like that, and the fans get to be right next to the field. So, um, you know, it's been a good atmosphere the last couple times we've done it here, and and again, it's a day that we look forward to for sure. How has camp gone? Where where is the team at in your mind? Camp's gone good. Um, It's been, again, a strange camp having two games so early. You know, camp's not over, so we still got another week in camp, um, but no games to prepare for for the preseason. So um, that's been a... A different schedule for us, um, but I think it's gone really well. You know, the young guys had to had to learn a lot before that first game in a short amount of time. Um, you know, but now we start in some of our stuff that we're going to get ready for Winnipeg uh, when, it, when we play them for real this time. Yeah, there's still some roster decisions obviously to be made. How do you see this the next couple of weeks playing out? Yeah, I don't it's, really know. You know, it's going to be interesting to see because, again, we got two weeks before the regular season starts, so we do have some extra time to get ready for that game, but again, this is also still training camp. There's still evaluation being done. Um, you know, the coaches have to walk that fine line of figuring out who's going to make this team and also making sure that, you know, we utilize that extra time to get prepared, so we're coming out of the gates hot.
1: Just curious, uh, I know you saw the film on on Friday. Um, it was a, it was a tough night offensively, but mm-hmm. but what you see out of the out of the didn't see Eli Jenkins very much, but yep. uh, Danny O'Brien and, and Zach Klein uh, and the rest of the offense. Uh, what did you see? Because even though it didn't go well, there's lots to draw off that film.
6: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that's a tough situation for those guys to go over there and be playing against a, a very good football team, against a lot of their starters in a hostile environment. Um, you know, but that's how you learn. You know, you learn more from times when they're difficult than when things go perfectly. When things go perfectly you know, you go, oh, what a great game, and you maybe don't look for all the little details that yeah. you need to improve on. So, you know, we, get, we got a lot of good coaching out of that tape. Um, you know, it was a good experience for those young quarterbacks to go in there and, and have to play under some pressure. Um, obviously, they did a couple things well, and there's obviously also a couple things I'm sure they tell you that they need to improve on and that, you know, they're going to get better at. Uh, but until you get put in that situation, you don't really know, you know, how you're going to respond to that. So it was good for those guys to, to be in that environment.
0: We talked about this on the on the pregame uh, last Sunday. Uh, you made some changes in your offseason routine. Tell me now you're, you know, 2 3 weeks into it. How different do you
6: feel and how much has it has it helped you the changes that you made in the offseason? Yeah, I, I feel great about it. You know, generally training camp I come in and I know I'm going to lose a ton of weight because it's 3 weeks of just nonstop football and being at the stadium the entire time. Um, but that hasn't been the case during this camp. You know, the the nutrition that I started in the offseason has continued with the Kyle and, and the rest of the crew that we have that they recently hired for that type of situation. Um I think it's been good, and you can tell there's an emphasis on, on preventative maintenance. You know, we're, we're not trying to deal with the injuries that we had last year. Um, you know, so even though I made it through the whole season healthy, I'm taking a lot of the stuff that they're asking us to do and, and putting it into my routine, and, and I've felt great during camp, and I think the rest of the guys do as well. I know Kyle's made
0: some changes. He's come in, and you're doing a whole lot of things differently. I heard a lot of complaints from the old line that the Sunday bar's gone up in the uh, up in the eating room
6: up there. <laughs> yeah. Milkshake machines are gone, and they're replaced with uh, kale and mango uh, oh, man. smoothies, Ooh. so I can see why they weren't so happy about that. I'm sure if you went to their houses and checked their freezers, they probably stockpiled some uh, some Dairy Queen treats. Yeah, indeed. A kale smoothie. It, yeah, That's no, what everybody it's, needs. That's yeah, a good dessert, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, here's here's Colin Kelly Colin. disagrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he looks good, I look good. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs>
0: uh, how, how excited are you to get things going this year? I mean, every year it's kind of the same thing. It's a little different this year, you're going to have a longer wait until you play that first game after the preseason yeah it? yeah but for where's sure. your excitement level at right now oh, i'm I'm, I'm
6: very excited to get our guys out on the field and play you know it's a little taste of action at home a couple weeks ago against saskatchewan but um you know that that seems like a lifetime ago you know we've we've gone through another game since then and now we're going to have two weeks that we play again so um you know we're we're ready to go but at the same time um we need these two weeks to make sure we're prepared and, and ready to come out and put our best football team on the field as long as it is, got to take advantage of it, right? No question. I mean, it's been a great camp. You know, we've stayed healthy for the most part. i sure you knock on the wood table here. But, um, you know, I think that we've got a lot out of it. I think that it was not a basic camp. Um, as the young guys can probably attest to, we were putting in some pretty intricate stuff, and we're going to continue to do that. But I think it's given us a good jump start on the season.
0: When uh, fans start to watch the regular season, are they going to notice much of a difference in your offense from last year?
6: Well, I mean, every year you're a little bit different. Um, but I think... You can tell over the last two years since Jason took over, we've created an identity for our offense. Um, The differences are going to be that, you know, we have C.J. Gable here from week one. And, uh, you know, last year we were shuffling a ton of guys in and out because of injuries and things like that. And once he finally got here and got established for that last third of the season, you kind of saw what our offense should be when it's healthy and running on all cylinders. So um, I expect that to be kind of where we pick up. Um, you know, but you have to be able to adjust during the course of the season and figure out exactly what your strengths are. Um, I think I know what they are, but, you know, that can change over the course of the year. So, uh, you know, we'll come out, we'll run the ball, we'll obviously put the ball in the air. We do that pretty well, but, um, you know, it, it's going to be pretty much par for the course, I think. No uh, shortage
0: of weapons. That's still... No. D- doesn't matter who leaves. Just the guys keep coming in. There's no shortage of weapons for you. Yeah, the cupboards are stocked. As yeah. uh, <laughs> Excellent. Mike, thanks for your time. Appreciate it.
6: Alright, thanks a lot. Guys. Thanks, All Mike. Right, appreciate it.
0: it. Eskimo quarterback Mike Riley joining us uh, here at our location on uh, Fan Day. Thanks, Mike. Uh, he's got some work to do now as he uh, gets back to it uh, with uh, the autograph signing. Uh, Dave, I think that's we're pretty much out of time yeah. here. Uh, so, uh, uh, I guess we can remind people that uh, stay tuned to 630 Chad, 630 for all the information this week as the Eskimos go back to training camp. Uh, cuts will be made in a week next weekend at some point. Uh, the latest uh, day to do it is on Sunday of next week, but the Eskimos will do it obviously by then because they're going to practice for their uh, preparation for week one, which will be from Winnipeg on the 14th, so there you have it. That's uh, Stay tuned and we'll get all the information to you. And yep. I'm like everybody
1: else, excited to get this thing going. Yeah, a lot of tough decisions to be made for this coaching staff, but that's what they want. They want the players to make it hard on the coaching staff. And, you know, Jason Moss said on our post game show on Friday it's hard to make our football team. And I think there are several players on this roster, even though it didn't go well on Friday. They're making it hard on the, on the coaching staff, and that's what you want to do as a player.
0: All right, our next broadcast, of course, will be the uh, the game from Winnipeg on the uh, 14th, home opener on the 22nd. Don't forget, hit Ticketmaster up for those uh, Great Cup tickets as well because they continue to fly off the shelves. Don't wait too long because you'll be disappointed. For Dave Campbell, I'm Morley Scott. Have a great rest of your Sunday, everybody.